This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Craig Ravel and Cara Jenkin joining you once again. And Cara, this week I thought we'd have a chat about the tracks we go to and perhaps the tracks we don't. With the calendar on the horizon, the return of the Sandown 500, it's probably a fitting time to think about is there places we would love to see the supercars at or back at? Well, I'm a bit of a fan of Queensland Raceway. I went there once as a fan and it's amazing being able to see the whole track, see all the cars from, from one spot. It doesn't matter where you are around that track, you can see what's happening and something can catch your attention in the background. So I think for, for spectators who are attending, for those Queensland fans who do like Queensland racing, that's one that I would like to see back on the calendar. Yeah, and the work that Tony Quinn has done to upgrade the facilities there, the pit lane with its new uh, well garages that have been erected and and everything else the way he's tarted up the circuit is is fantastic i i did note uh, an unfortunate story today that uh, a driver from a power cruise has had a, a fatal incident there and that's always been one of the concerns uh, about queensland's raceway is its safety and and it is a great track for viewing it's actually, when you speak to the driver's car, a very difficult track because although it's only nominally six turns, every turn is different and it requires a different approach and, and attitude of the car. It's funny how something so simple can be so complicated. I must say, when you're talking about a fan favourite, supercars didn't race there, but the Shelley or at least one of the Shelley brothers of the Shelley soft drink fame who own Pheasants Wood in uh, just outside of Maroolan there, they've now bought Wakefield Park. And Wakefield Park had some absolute demolition derby, um, what is now called Super 2 events back in the day. And that's another track that, well, it's on the side of a hill. So from the spectator point, you can pretty much see the entire track as well. Not suggesting supercars should go there, but it is one of those benefits, like Sandown, where you can see so much of the circuit from the spectator point, and that's something that you don't get a lot of in road racing. Mm. So we, if we were to see Queensland Raceway back on the calendar... Now, you, last week when we were talking, I haven't mentioned this to you, you did take the Adelaide Advertiser line best circuit in the Southern Hemisphere when you were referring to the bend. It's a very uh, Adelaide Advertiser line, that one. <laughs> it's an award. It's the best in the world, I think the award was. I didn't judge the award. The award just came out. So we've got to talk about the truth with these things. The caveat just always seems to be in the advertisers' coverage of the, of the track. doesn't seem to appear. You don't see it on Speed Cafe or V8 Sleuth. 
I'm sure I saw the story on Speed Cafe saying that uh, it had won the world's best motorsport thing, but hey, you know, I'm just reminding people. I actually have been hearing rumours that it's not on the calendar for next year. I haven't seen the draft calendar yet, but that's one of those situations where politics can really depend on whether your track's in or out, isn't it? It is, and I don't know what the politics may or may not be behind it. Um, I've I've been told it definitely will be on the calendar, but then I'm probably hearing it from different people that you're hearing it from. So I think we we won't know until the calendar is actually released. But to to not have um, a second race in South Australia would be a tragedy for our motorsport fans. But I think also just spreading it around around the country so it's not so heavily focused um, on the eastern states. It is important to, to, to go west and, and north a little bit, um, but uh, perhaps also what will be good to see, will be good to see, I think we can all agree, uh, we're having supercars back in New Zealand next year. Yes, and that's always been an, an interesting one because it's, it's definitely overseas. No New Zealander would say they're Australian, but we have had that situation where race or Hansel or I can't remember all the names of Henslow, sorry, had a prospectus where they also talked about an enduro in New Zealand supporting the sprint race. And I think that would be fascinating to extend the enduro season out to four or five race meetings. It's, we're not spending the money, Cara, so we can do what we like. We can wish for what we want, that's for sure. An uh, enduro in New Zealand would be good, and, and having a another race over there as well, I'm sure, would make those fans very happy too. There's races that have to stay on the calendar. That was Bathurst. You'd keep sand down for as long as you possibly could, and why they continue to, um, you know, drop the sand down 500 is beyond me. It's great that we've got that there. It is back this weekend. Darwin is a no-brainer. That is such a good event. And it also is just a great time of year to get up north. I actually have never been to Townsville for a myriad of reasons, but I just can't. I, I know regional Queensland is a big, big player, but, gee, I just the track does not enthuse me at all. Doesn't it? I, I quite enjoy Townsville. Uh, I do like the street circuits in general, but uh, I think it's good to uh, have some of these smaller places. But again, like you said, we're not paying the bills. We'd like everybody to be racing every weekend or every other weekend. So if we could get more tracks, that would definitely build interest in the sport, I think, as well. Hmm. Now, the track that was the best track in Australia before Tail and Ben was built was normally considered Phillip Island. And yet it can't get a Guernsey either. Now, it's got a pit lane that's uh, a bit problematic for supercars. But what about the track itself, Cara? Do you like the racing at Phillip Island? I think uh, Phillip Island is its one of those tracks like uh, Sydney Motorsport Park and like the Bend and, and like Perth where they suit one type of race fan and then you've got some of the other tracks like the street circus that suit another type of race fan and I think it's good to be able to to cater for both and you can have provide that mix uh, in Victoria with you having Phillip Island and then you've got the Grand Prix and, and then Sandown kindly kind of is a bit of 
boat, sort of, I guess, um, being in the, in the city, in the metropolitan area. Uh, so having, having the mix of tracks, I think, is always good. I love, and in fact, it is probably my favourite race meeting to go to, and that is Simmons Plains down in Tassie. A, I love getting fish and chips and having them at a Cataract Gorge after a day at the track. But B, it's another track where you can see a lot of it from the spectator points. And generally, you get a pretty good race there. It always seems to throw up some um, action there for the fans, which is a bit of a surprise. You sort of wouldn't really think so. I mean, you've got that really, really tight corner that all the cars bank up at. So that's an interesting track that I think we all love to see on the TV as well. Yeah, and interesting over the last few years, everyone's been taking that NASCAR line going high on the bank rather than staying down on the on the apex of the corner or diving down to the apex of the corner. And that's been an interesting thing. But you go out to mid-Victoria, and I know you've got a thing, you're a South Australian, so you've got a thing about Victoria having too many rounds, but how couldn't we not be going and watching supercars at the nation's action track, Winton Motor Raceway? Winton, it's uh, one of those that's... uh a fan favourite, especially for the, the campers. Um, I don't know, people have been complaining too much about it being cold there, so they've taken it uh, taking it off the calendar. Um, but it's always been a, a favourite spot for my for that. The sole reason of the Tim Slade burnout that he did when he won, it was good to – that track also throws up a few different winners than you than might expect. And um, that day when he won, it was one of my favourite supercar wins. So um, for that reason alone, for a good old country burnout, uh, i got to break, got to have Winton there. All right. Now, I have expected you to throw Malalar into the mix at some stage here to wave that uh, South Australian flag, Cara. Well, you keep going on about me talking about South Australia, and Malalar's the closest racetrack to my house, so I didn't want to completely put that out there. But, um, I mean, it's yeah, it's one of the homes of Australian motorsport from historically, so it would be good to to hear the sounds of the supercars back there for sure. Is there a place that you'd like to see supercars to go? Uh, it'd be nice to, I don't know if you could, but somewhere just completely new and completely different. Um, just, I don't know. I mean, as a, as a wish list, why not go somewhere completely different like Alice Springs or why not go somewhere completely different like um, uh, Broken Hill? Um, just, just, it could be a one-off. Um, I don't know if our one-offs go. But uh, just to sort of get some some of these different towns, get the, the influx of visitors, get people excited about the sport, showcase different areas. Um, that I don't have any kind of uh, track engineering or um, tourism knowledge, but, uh, hey, just to throw it up there, let's go somewhere completely different. Hmm. You've, you've got to think about what else is going to draw the people out there, but we see national off-road racing going to middle of nowhere and whilst they have a completely different uh, funding model, there's always those chances to have, you know, well, we both follow football and you keep hearing wild card round. Well, wouldn't something like that be a wild card round, uh, some sort of street circuit in Alice Springs or, or racing around Uluru? <laughs> it would definitely be wild. It would put the wild into wild card, I think. Well, Cara, we've got a great show coming up 
uh, in the next part where we look at the value of a driver and that should be that should be a, an interesting listen for everyone but before we wrap up this segment do we have a uh, tip for the Sandown 500 uh no I'm not going to be tipping anybody this time around. I just can't wait to, to get back and sit down and, and watch another enduro. Um, having one every year, it's it's been too long and I'm looking forward to being able to see what surprises get thrown up at us. All right, well, coming up next on Inside Supercars is our look at a driver's value. Cara, great to catch up with you again here on Inside Supercars. Thank you. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.